everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am back in the podcast studio with one of our Watermark Institute students, Mr. Brian Schwartz. Hey, thanks for having me back. You're here without your wife. It's very sad. It, that's on us for only inviting <laughs> you. There's no other way around it. It's a little awkward. So we'll have to get Laura back. She would love that. Uh, but today we're in Exodus 5, and you're here to talk to us about Exodus 5. Yeah. What you got? There are two main things that stick out to me as I read through this. Um, one is Pharaoh's response to Moses, uh, both in word and then in action. All right. Recap it for us. Yeah. So Moses finally called by God, burning bush. We know that story. Totally. Just did a few days ago. Um, goes to Pharaoh and says, hey, like, I want you to let God's people go. They want to worship him. And Pharaoh boldly responds with, I think, is not a genuine question at all, but says, hey, who is the Lord that I should listen to him? Mm-hmm. Like, who is this God, because they had multiple gods in Egypt, that I should let these this great labor force go, is what he's thinking. Uh, and I think it's just, it just shows that he's not genuinely asking, but he's thinking like, like he, uh, he has what? no sway on me. Who, yeah. Why would I listen? Exactly. And I think what stands out to us with that nowadays is saying, hey, I think we should be aware of what areas in our own life are we saying, man, who is the Lord that I should listen to him or his word? And I think it's important to be like, whether that's money or marriage, dating relationship, time, or time, time all these sp- things. screen time. Exactly. Like, who is who is God and who is this this word, his Bible, that I should heed its advice on how what I What I eat. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it's a great question for us to ask just personally and say, hey, like, are there any areas where I am trying to be ruler or mm-hmm. pharaoh or my own God versus heeding to being like, man, like God's wisdom. And not to, you know, spoil the rest of the story, although it's not for thousands I mean, of years. <laughs> At this point, if you don't know the ending, <laughs> but um, pause the episode and go read it right now. <laughs> But God answers him, right? And, and God says, sure. hey, this is the Lord that I am. This is the power that I have that you should listen. And the the bad news is it comes through a lot of pain and suffering for the Egyptians and Pharaoh himself. Plagues. Yeah. And in our own lives, I know there's been seasons in my life where I said, hey, I don't want to listen to God's word on this aspect of my life. And I, I dealt with pain. Not that God punished me, but God was trying to protect me. There were consequences. Me. Exactly. Sure. Um, so I think it's a good thing to just humble ourselves and say, hey, what areas now? Am I going against what God is saying? Mm-hmm. And in what ways might that be leading me towards pain and suffering? Not because God is cruel, but because actions have consequences. So that's the first thing that really stuck out to me. What's the second? The second one is, and and this is the first time I've ever read into this, honestly. And maybe that's the Holy Spirit or maybe that's just my own uh, poor reading of Scripture. Who knows? Um, eh, let's go with Holy Spirit. <laughs> I, I think you're you. an astute reader of the Scriptures. You're but welcome. every time that Pharaoh says, hey, let's not give them straw anymore, I was just like, man, Pharaoh's just a jerk. Like, he's just <laughs> I mean, there's no really, way around that. <laughs> he is, but he's just really mean, and that's why he wants to just make mm-hmm. Israel's life miserable. Like the bully. Terrible bully. Mm-hmm. But what stuck out to me this time was just what he says. He says in verse 7 through 9, don't give them straw anymore to make their bricks. Let them go get that straw for themselves, but don't reduce the number of bricks. And he says is that they're being lazy, right? That they're idle. Therefore, they cry out, let us go and offer sacrifices to our God. Let the heavier work be laid on the men that they may labor at it and pay no regards to these line words or these falsies about God that Pharaoh thinks. Mm-hmm. What stuck out to me is like, 
he's not punishing them with harder work because he like hates them, but he's like, man, like they have too much free time to They're go. They're spending their free time to go worship this god. Exactly, right? Mm. And I think like it struck me as saying, hey, isn't that the same like method that the enemy can use with us today? That in the season of life that I'm in right now, and there was a season where my main thing keeping me from God was a sin struggle. But right now, it's not any certain sin, but it's this overwhelming busyness of saying, hey, either that's in work or in my personal life or even just like serving God of saying, hey, all these things, if I look at my schedule now, if I have to cut out my morning quiet time, it's not because I'm doing anything sinful, but because I'm saying, hey, like, man, I got to go get coffee with this person, disciple them. Mm -hmm. I got to go to that Bible study. I got to get to work early because I have a big project. And too often I am pushing God out of my life through busyness, through merely like doing things. I relate to that so much. And I think it's just such an important reminder of what we're doing in our day. And Josiah, my shepherd, Josiah Jones on the porch team, has a line where he says, hey, who you are with Jesus is way more important than what you do for Jesus. Who you are with Jesus is way more important than what you do for Jesus. Yeah, and such a humbling— That's good. Such a humbling and good reminder. Way to go, Josiah. Mm -hmm. Um, But that idea of so often now, as a practicing Christian, I can say, man, but no, I got to do all these things with God. I got to make sure I'm serving these places, which serving is great. But if that's getting in my way of spending time with Jesus, I think we're missing the point there. Yeah, I— I. I agree. I don't have anything to add. I'm like, yeah, we are missing the point, Brian. <laughs> that is the most important, the most important thing. Yeah, like it reminds me of Matthew 7, um, 22 and 23, where Jesus is basically saying, hey, there's going to come a de- time at the end of time where all these people say, man, but God, we did all these great things in your name. We cast out demons. And Jesus' response to them is like, I never knew I you. Know you. Yeah. yeah, and just a good reminder of saying, hey, like, Often our enemy right now just uses our busy schedule and our wanting to pack in a lot of good things like family, work, great things. But if that is pushing out our time with God, we're missing out. And even I bet they're, I bet, I'm going to go out on a limb out of love and say that there might be some people that are listening to this podcast. And the fact that you're listening to it is evidence that this is something you struggle with because you're cramming this I mean, lately we've been running like 12 minutes, but this <laughs> 8 to 10 minute asterisk right there, podcast into your drive is your time with the Lord and you can check the box. That's all you're doing. You're missing it. Like you're running too fast. And I say that in love. But the hope really is that you're meeting with the Lord, spending time in the scriptures yourself before you're on the go on the way to work or before you go to bed at night. Whenever you do that, that you're prioritizing it. So, Brian, if if I'm, let's say I'm a listener and I'm hearing me challenge them with getting prioritizing time in the Word before I just get in the car and throw in the podcast as a quick check the box, what practically would you offer? Like, how should I think about time with the Lord differently? Yeah, I think uh, traps I've fallen into in the past is this idea of, like, I'll find time. Like, I'll find time for the Lord or I'll find time to do whatever and— just a simple idea of switching our language around that and saying, hey, I'm going to make time. Like, I'm going to make this a priority because if I try to find time, man, life is going to crowd that out, push that out. Things are going to come up. Um, Yeah, and and it's just that effort as well as accountability of something like Join the Journey is great because you have people you can go through with and be like, man, like, we're going to share every day what we're learning in our own quiet time. 
but just that idea of not finding it because it's never going to happen, but I'm going to specifically make time and carve out a section and say, hey, man, no matter what happens, I'm going to get these 10, mm-hmm. 15, an hour, probably not, but whatever but if time. you can, do it. Amazing. On a Saturday okay. or something. Yeah. Um, but just that making, not finding. So good, Brian. Thank you for being here. I'm encouraged and challenged, truly. I appreciate you. We're out of time. We've still got the social media contest running. You a big social media guy? I have no social media. Okay, so for people like Brian, if you're out there, you don't have social media, we still want to know how you're joining the journey. Email us at jointhejourney at watermark.org. And if you are on social media, share this podcast, post a picture to your story of your journal or doing Join the Journey Junior with the kids and tag Watermark Church. Let us know. We'll put the details of everything you win in the episode description. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.